Blog Talk Radio.
bringing you a new episode of Our Own Voices Live. And the title of our show today is right along with the holiday. And it's simply, what are you thankful for? What are you thankful for? That is the title of our show. I'm going to share with you what I'm thankful for, and hopefully you all will call in and let me know what it is that you are thankful for. I'm sure each and every one of us has something that we are thankful for today. Maybe it wasn't yesterday, but maybe it's just today. But at some point, we were thankful and are thankful for something. And let's talk about what that is. So before I go any further, let me tell you a little bit about Our Own Voices Live. Our Own Voices Live is a radio show featuring people and stories from our community in Las Vegas, the surrounding areas, and someplace near you. America is the greatest country on earth due to its cultural diversity and not in spite of it. Our mission is to help bridge the culture and ethnic divide in America by working together to build the greatest bridge in history to unite us. And some of the ways that we do that is bringing you shows like Our Own Voices Live, where we get to talk and share things that maybe you don't hear other places, maybe you do, but right here is family. We also do a weekly gathering. Normally it's at the Westside Bistro in North Las Vegas, located at 710 West Lake Mead Boulevard, which is inside of Nevada Partners. And then when they are off on holiday or it's the fifth Friday of the month, we meet at TC's Barbecue Crib, and that's on South Durango, and the cross street is Spring Mountain. As a matter of fact, we were just there yesterday, and what we do is we chop it up. We, we share. We, we talk, and at the gathering yesterday, what we talked about was what, what we were thankful for. So today's show really is a continuation of yesterday's conversation at the gathering, and the gathering was originally started by Sam Smith because he says one of the reasons why people don't work together, and especially in our community, is because they don't know each other. So the gathering was a place where we could come together, we could meet and greet new people, break bread together, and share whatever it is that's on our mind or maybe that's in the news. That's the gathering every Friday from 12 to 2. Normally at the Westside Bistro, and when they're closed or it's the fifth Friday, we meet at TC's Barbecue Crib. And big shout-out to Sharon for always making us feel at home. Going to TC's kind of reminds me of going to a family member's house to eat. So we do things like that. We do gathering after darks on the on Tuesdays when we when we can. But all of this started from Our Own Voices, the print and digital magazine, where we talked about cultures. And look for that to come out again maybe next month to end the year. And if not, if we're not able to get it out next month, we'll definitely start the new year off with it because I realized just how vital of a need it is for us to have a print publication that talks about not only our culture but other cultures that make up America. After all, it is 
all of the cultures in America that makes us who we are. And we should learn about them and celebrate them. Gives you a little insight on our own voices and how we got to our own voices live. And of course, in January, we have the annual Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. candlelight vigil right at the corner of Martin Luther King or MLK Boulevard and Cary Avenue. We have a larger than life size statue there. And we celebrate. Dr. King's life and his accomplishments the last, or excuse me, the Saturday before the holidays celebrated on that Monday. So hopefully you'll come out this year and join us. We'd love to have you uh, there. Uh, I believe it will be our 10th year, uh, 10th year straight of doing a Dr. A Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, celebration. So we do these events. We do meet and greets. We'll do business mixers. We'll do networking mixers. We'll do open mics, poetry events. We, we do things that bring people together. The third Saturday of the month, we actually clean up the doc, around the Dr. King statue. So the third Saturday of the month at 10 o'clock, it's a great way to build community, get to know people, and just get to talk and, and put in some work, have some sweat equity where what is there belongs to us and we take pride in it. And we show other people that we take pride in it. So those are, are and, and there's other things too and other events that people do, whether it's the book drive, the computer drive, you know, feed the homeless, so many other things for being able to participate in all of those things. And today's show, because we just had Thanksgiving and many of you who eat leftovers are still eating some of your Thanksgiving leftovers. I happen to like Thanksgiving leftovers. The macaroni and cheese seem to taste better. Even the stuffing or dressing, depending on where you're from, tastes better. I like it. Even the sweet potato pie tastes better the second day. I enjoy and I'm thankful for all of those things. I am thankful for having a house, a place that I can call mine, that one day there'll be no payment to make because it'll be all paid off. It is something that I will be able to pass down to my progeny. Imagine that. I am a descendant of slaves who didn't even own themselves or the clothes on their back. They came to a country where somebody else owned everything that there was. And now today, I own a house because of the sacrifices those who came before me made to position me where I could own a piece of this land who once owned us. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that I have inheritance rights where I can pass it down to my children. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that I have a vehicle to get in to take me to point A and bring me back to point B. I'm thankful for that. Now, I've ridden the bus in New York. I even rode the bus one time here. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with riding the bus. As a matter of fact, 
sometimes you can even save money if you do it right. But I don't have to ride the bus. It's two miles or more to the nearest bus stop for me. So even for me to ride the bus, I would have to hoof it two miles. And then at the end of the day, I would have to hoof it at least another two miles to get back home. I am thankful that I have a car, access to a vehicle with gas in it. It might be almost empty now, but I can go put some more in it. And I'm thankful for having money where I can go and put some more in it. I'm thankful for those things. I'm thankful that I got to smell Thanksgiving food, Thanksgiving dinner being cooked on Wednesday because we had it. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful that there was someone who cared enough for me that they were willing to put in the time to shop for it, to prepare it, to cook it, and then we could dine together with it. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for something that maybe we for granted all too often. I am thankful for my health. That's right. I'm thankful for my health. Everybody is not as healthy as I am. And I'm not 100% healthy. I'm 90% dis- I'm a 90% disabled veteran. But I am still thankful for the health that I do have. I'm thankful for being able to go to sleep when I get in my bed and lay my head on my pillow at night. I don't need pills to put me to sleep. I can just go to sleep. I can get in the bed by myself. I'm thankful for that. I can turn over in the bed by myself. Now, some of you say, Rodney, come on. Why? Have you ever been to a medical facility, whether it's rehab or a hospital? There are people in there who are not able to turn themselves. And they have to stay in whatever position they're in until staff, family, or friends come in to help reposition them. So, yes, I'm thankful that when I'm in my bed that I can get in by myself and go to sleep when I get in it and turn myself over if I feel like it. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for being able to ambulate, for being able to walk with just the force of God. I don't need, at least most of the time, I don't need a cane. Sometimes I do, but most of the time I don't. I'm thankful for that, thankful for being able to go into the restroom. First of all, I'm thankful for having a restroom in my house, in my master bedroom suite. There's a restroom at the end. I don't have to go outside in the middle of the night to use the restroom. Yes, I'm thankful for that. I don't have to pump water and heat it to wash my hands. 
after using the restroom. When I want to take a shower or a bath, I don't have to pump water. I don't have to haul water. I don't have to heat water, and I don't have to pour water. All I have to do is turn some knobs, and water will come out of a speaker in the wall or the sink. I'm thankful for that. And it's hot water. I don't need to chop down wood to heat up the wood stove or the wood heater to put the wood on so that I can wash my hands. I mean, really, have any of you ever thought about that? What was life like? Could you imagine having to go chop some wood, start a fire, stoke the flames, maybe go out and grab a chicken, pluck it, singe it, chop it up, and cook it? I go to the refrigerator. I'm thankful for having a refrigerator. Do you know that not much more than 100 years ago, the day basically ended when the sun went down. And the reason for that is there was no electricity, so there were no lights. And people who use kerosene at night, 50% of the houses that use kerosene at night burned down or at least caught fire. I am thankful for electricity. I grew up using a kerosene lantern. I'm thankful for electricity today. I'm thankful for, thankful for running water today. I'm thankful that I don't have to go out in the field to use the restroom. I'm thankful for that today. I am thankful that I have my health. We can always get injured, and yes, we can always get sick. But you know what? More readily, if you don't maintain yourself, I'm able to eat on a regular basis. That actually helps keep your health up. I have access to fresh water. Do you know more than a half of the people in the world don't have access to fresh water? And yet most of us in America can go to our refrigerator and get fresh water, whether we bought it from the store or it came out to speak it. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful. I went walking this morning because, of course, I missed it on Thanksgiving Day. <laughs> and there were squirrels and rabbits running around. I have squirrels and rabbits where I am. There's some chickens and cows, too. Uh, goats, and it made me think about the fact that I didn't have to chase any of them for dinner because I have dinner in my refrigerator. I have dinner in my freezer if I don't like what's already cooked and prepared in my refrigerator. I have dinner pantry if I don't like what's in my freezer or my refrigerator. I'm thankful for that. I am thankful for people who care about me. I don't mean just my family, but that's a blessing too. But I'm thankful that there are people in the community that care about Rodney. 
that know Rodney. And I am thankful to have people that I care about. Do you know some people don't care about anyone? And some people may not have anyone that cares about them. I'm thankful for caring about someone and for those who care about me. I'm thankful for those who wish me to do things that maybe I didn't think of or maybe I didn't want to do because somebody knew or felt that I could do it. Maybe it was something that they weren't able to do for whatever reason, but they believed I could do it. And, you know, the annual Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. candlelight vigil that we do in North Las Vegas at the statue on the corner of MLK and Cary came about not because it was Rodney's idea. It was a young woman's idea, and she came to me and asked me to help her. She had to go away and do some things with the family, and she got to take care of a relative, and then she got ill herself. But look what! Look at the seed that she planted that is still bearing fruit. She did that, but she used me, and I was willing to be used for a good cause. When I did the computer drive, it was a little hobby for me that I did when I was active duty. It was a teacher who is now, who was then an assistant principal, who I met her first year of teaching, who remembered me and saw me and contacted me and says, Mr. Smith, we have good students, but they don't have computers at home, and we're not able to get them computers, and they're falling behind every day because most of our homework is given on computers. Can you help? It's a woman. And that's what started the computer drive. I'm thankful that someone saw it in me to reach out to me so that I could do what I had the ability to do. And what I mean by that is I had the know-how. I had the access to good computers and not so good computers. Because if you take five bad computers, you can make two or three good computers out of them most of the time. But I'm thankful that I had the opportunity to play a role in that. And I'm thankful for someone seeing something in me that led them to believe that I might be able to satisfy that, satisfy that need. Thankful. When we did the book drive, it was actually started by the former district, uh, I believe it's C, school board trustee, Shirley Barber. I helped her raise, collect 50,000 books that year. And then after that, I started with the help and with them doing most of the work with the CNN, CSN Sociology Club led by Dr. Patty Thomas, Clark Beltran. And it was simple. You would ask people for books that they were no longer using. And they would donate the books. We'd pick up the books. Her students would categorize the books, haul the books, set the books up on display, and help give the books away. They were giving knowledge away. I'm thankful for playing a role in that, having a part. I'm thankful for them seeing value in it 
and then taking it upon themselves to make it happen, even though most of the time I was out of pocket. I'm blessed. I'm thankful for that. I'm running for office. I'm running for Congress. I'm thankful that I can do it. Now, it costs a lot of money, but I'm feeling confident that I will get the money that I need, however little or however much. And I'm thankful for that already. I'm thankful for the opportunity to be able to possibly continue to serve my country and my people by being an elected official as I did for 26 years as a member of the United States military. I'm thankful for that opportunity. I'm thankful for the encouragement that people give. Oh, and just so you know, I will be thankful for the donations too. 7-Eleven, 7-Eleven. And $27. And if you can do it on a monthly recurring basis, that would be awesome. Right at the beginning of the month so you don't miss it. And I'm thankful for everything that you donate. I'm thankful to the people who donated already. Because that means they believe in me and that fuels me. Because you can talk whatever you want to talk. But if you do not have skin in the game, then it might just be talk. I'm thankful for the people who have been willing to support me at no cost, no charge to Kenny. Brother, you come out every Saturday to help with the cleanup at the statue, and you do it jubilantly. And this brother says, Rodney, whatever you need, you need me to hand out flyers, whatever you need, I'll do it. You don't have to pay me, I'll do it, because you're the cause. I was humble. I was so humble, it took a while for it to set in. What did he say? What did he mean? My friend Stephen, who was willing to give up income, income-making opportunity, which means that's money he is willing to donate, but donate by forfeiting it, so that he can help with the campaign. That's powerful, and it fuels me. It keeps me from stopping when I don't feel like it. You know, maybe I get frustrated sometimes, but I know that there's somebody who has skin in the game and who made a major sacrifice for me. And there's people, Sharon Savage, who made a financial sacrifice for me unasked. Because she believed in me, and she believed I could help. She didn't say Rodney was the greatest person. She didn't say he was the most moral person. But what she did say is that she believed that I could help and make a difference. Do you know how powerful that is? I'm thankful for that. I am thankful for the people who have let me share why I'm running for office and even more so for the ones who said they would support me afterwards. I'm thankful for that. Thankful for having our own voices live where I can share with all those who may listen what I'm thankful for because I don't want to keep it to myself. I don't want to boast about how much money I might have. You know, but I do want to say that I'm thankful. I'm thankful 
for living in this country, even though it's far from perfect. I've been to other places in the world. Let me tell you, if you haven't been out this country and you think it's the worst place ever, go to some places. And don't just go to the big city part. Go to where the real people live to be in this country. I'm thankful for being an American citizen. You know what it's like today if you're a non-citizen in this country, regardless of how you got here, or a child of one of those people? I'm thankful for being born in this country as an American citizen. I am thankful for the Voting Rights Act and the Civil Rights Act and the Fair Housing Rights Act. All of those things have come into existence in my lifetime. I'm thankful for it. You know, I'm going to give a shout-out to a guy I met, and I'm just going to give his first name, and it's Ron. Now, Ron and I, even though we have many things in similar, in common, we have a lot of things that we don't have in common. But in spite of that, and even when Ron didn't always understand what I was trying to do or, try, or the purpose behind what I was doing. Even though Ron may not have liked some of the things that he saw, this brother was willing to set aside his differences and reach out to me privately and share what he saw and tell me that it bothered him. Now, somebody says, Rodney, why you? Well, first of all, I don't want to bother anyone, to be quite frank. And if I do something to hurt someone, I'm always sorry for it because it's not my intent to hurt anyone ever. Have I hurt people in the past? Purposely, yes. I was a gang member, gang leader. I'm not making any excuses for it. I'm just stating a fact. But that was over 20, 30 years ago. But today, I don't want to hurt anybody. And Ron described to me how that made him feel. And even though I wasn't willing to change it, it was the fact that he was willing to share that with me, not attack me. He could have name-called and he could have bashed and he could have done a lot of, he had the opportunity, the freedom to do a lot of things. But the thing that he chose to do was reach out to me personally and share those things, and then for us to talk man-to-man, share our lives, our stories, and in sharing that, develop, I believe, and I don't want to speak for him, I'll speak for myself, a respect for him as an individual and for his beliefs. I was thankful that Ron allowed me to share some burdens that I carry that he may not have had privy to. And even though I shared them with him, it is a sharing through me transferring knowledge, but there's no way I can actually transfer the feeling. But you know what? He acknowledged that, and that was powerful for me. It gave me hope, and I'm thankful for that hope. Because sometimes it looks so bleak, it looks so bad, it's so dire out there, especially between relationships between the races here in America. 
Ron's a white guy. I'm a black guy. And we were able to share our stories and our lives, share the things that bothered us, share our families with one another. That's right. We both have families. You see, if we focus on what we have in common and set aside our differences, we learn things, and we may be able to move forward, move this country forward and get things done. That's if you focus on what you have in common. If you constantly focus on your differences, it has the effect of building a wall deeper and higher the longer you focus on those differences. What Ron and I did was really what Sam had the hopes of the gathering would do. And we started taking those blocks down from that wall that separates us. We found a way to reach across that wall to acknowledge that we're both human and that we have a mutual right to share this land, to be covered by the Constitution. I'm thankful for that opportunity. And I'm thankful for whatever future opportunities there might be. I hope that in this new year coming, that some of you who know that you have a wall that separates you from others, maybe a wall that you purposely add blocks to, I can tell you that's not the way so that I know that. It is not about building walls. It is about taking down all the barriers that divide us and the barriers that prevent us from moving forward. And they may not always be the same barriers for different people. Ron actually understood that after we talked. See, that was a blessing. I'm thankful for it. I'm a better person, thankful that people are waking up, that the government does not work in America by itself, that it needs the input of the people. It must be fueled by the people. That's how our government works, and that's when it works the best. It does not work well when the people people are lazy and advocate all of their authority and power to the elected officials who are supposed to serve them. I'm thankful that the sun will rise tomorrow. I'm thankful to live in Las Vegas, my adopted city. That's right. I'm thankful for living here. It is not all that it can be, but I have a vision of what it can be, and how we can make it that together. I'm thankful for that vision. You see, I don't look back to stay back, but I do look back to gain my bearing. And everybody should do that every once in a while. But you don't want to just keep looking back as you're trying to move forward, because you might run into something. I look back not to stay back, 
but to give me my bearings so that I can move forward. Where I need to go and not where I just happen to find myself. See, we have to know history, whether it's our personal history, our family history, our community history, our country's history, our people's history, world history. We have to know our cultures. They're important. I'm thankful for knowing mine. My name is Rodney C. Smith. I am a person who was born in the Jim Crow South had the opportunity to grow up between the Jim Crow South and the big city of Brooklyn, New York. Bed Stuy, you know, do or die. I learned some things there that I wouldn't have learned in the South, and I'm thankful for that. But I learned some things in the South that I wouldn't have learned in the North, and I'm thankful for that. Now I live out West, and I get a whole different vantage point. And it makes me more thankful for the life that I've lived. I served in the United States military, and I'm thankful for having that opportunity. Taught me a lot. It helped me get out of where I was to ascend to where I am. Now, there's still plenty of ascension left for me, but there would be even more had I not taken the steps that I've taken in my life, and I'm thankful for having those choices to make and then making those choices. I am thankful for having a loving mother who sacrificed for me. And seeing and knowing that she sacrificed for me, planted the seed of sacrifice in me. Who are you willing to sacrifice for, for, for that? If you're listening, you can give us a call at 347-826-9600, 347-826-9600, and press option one on your keypad. You know, the show today is really about giving thanks. You see, I've been able to talk about 45 minutes just about myself and what I'm thankful for, and I haven't scratched the surface. I had a chance to, to read a book today. I'm thankful for, one, having the book to read, for two, having the time to read it. For three, having the ability to read, the eyes to see it, the comprehension to understand it. I'm thankful for it. And there's knowledge that has been added to what I already have. I won't recall everything in the book, but I'll be a little more familiar with it when I encounter it. And then there are some things that did stand out to me in the book that I'm going to put to practice, and that has reaffirmed things that I've done well in the past. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for meeting with MJ and Lisa Tuesday. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for having a friend in the name of Stephen for four. I'm thankful for Theodore who's in Michigan. I'm thankful for Jake, my friend, and one of my oldest friends from the military, from the box, from the class of 66 and 22. I'm thankful for Jake. 
I'm thankful. I'm thankful for my children that other than when I was deployed or TDY, that I was able to go to bed at night when I was working a regular shift and to wake up in the morning and to know that they were in the same house that I was in. And maybe just as important, I was thankful that they knew I was there. I'm thankful that my children, when they were growing up, knew that their father, hopefully their daddy, was there. I'm thankful for having the opportunity to have lived with my children as they were growing up. Now, some people say, well, right, that's how it's supposed to be. Everything is not how it's supposed to be. But I'm thankful that I had that opportunity. I'm thankful that they knew that. I'm thankful that my children love one another and respect one another. They argue every once in a while, but they argue not to hurt each other. They have disagreements. And then they come together. And they share in their wealth and in their knowledge with one another. I'm thankful for that. People who work in the community that inspire me, whether it's Sister China, Sweet Lou Collins, Craig Knight from the radio station, AK, the comedian with AK's Closet, student Burley, Franklin G. Burley, Franklin G. from Power 88, to break down as well as like it is radio. I'm thankful for leadership from Ramon Savoy who published the Las Vegas Sentinel Voice. When I say leadership, he showed me leadership through his actions. One of the things Sam Smith used to say is don't preach me a sermon, show me one. Ramon Savoy published a newspaper. It was not the biggest, but it was still a newspaper that came from us. I was proud of that newspaper. I was so proud of it that I wanted to augment it. Did you know that one of the reasons why my magazine was called Our Own Voices is because there was the Sentinel, Las Vegas Sentinel Voice? And I wanted to be a part of it. I was hoping that we would be able to collaborate. See, that's leadership through example that had others like myself following. You know, we need more leadership. I'm thankful for what I've received. But I know that we need more. And I'm thankful for all of those who will step up and provide that more. I'm thankful that I have life, and it is an abundant life. There's always more. There could be more money. There could be more gadgets, more things. Sure, there could be. But I'm happy with my life right now, and I'm thankful for it. I'm thankful for the people I'm surrounded with. You know, they say that you are you are surrounded with. You are identified by those who surround you. I am thankful for the people in my life. They're not all rich. 
They're not celebrities and athletes. I mean, there's some, but most of them are just people. And a lot of them are people who want to make a difference. I want to make a difference, and I'm thankful for whatever difference I may have made. And I'm thankful for whatever difference I may make in the future. And, yes, I am even thankful for the adversities that I've experienced in my life because they helped make me better. And you know something else that I'm thankful for about those adversities is that they reminded me that though my life may not be in that or those adversities all the time, it reminded me that most of the time I don't have those adversities so that I could be thankful for it. But it reminded me that there's some people who are not as blessed and I say blessed in abundance, not that I'm special, but in abundance. In other words, I have a cornucopia of food and of things, whereas they may be wondering where they're going to eat. Well, I'm thankful for what I have, but I'm prayerful. And I'm, but I want to do more than pray because they say pray without works is dead. I want to do my part. And I'm giving an early thanks for just having the idea of doing something about the homeless problem in my city, my adopted city of Las Vegas. And then as a lawmaker, hopefully in Congress, through the state and ultimately through the country, we can do it. You know, Americans really only eat about 10% of the total crops that we grow, roughly. Some people say 30%, but somewhere between 10 and 30% of the food that we grow is what we consume. And you may ask, what happens to the other 70%? Well, believe it or not, a large chunk of it never leaves a percentage of it we throw away. It's that simple. And another large percent, we give away. That's right. We have so much that we can give it away. But we shouldn't have hunger hunger in America, and I'm thankful that that's been revealed to me. And that's a mission that I have, is to mitigate hunger in my city, in my state, and in my country. I'm thankful for having that as a concept. Somebody sent me a video, or I saw a video, and I believe it was California, but I'm not sure. And it was little houses. You know how you have like a subdivision, a housing development, and it'll have, you know, your your 1,200 square feet house up to your 3,500 square feet house, different floor plans to choose from. And somehow I wound up seeing this video of like a subdivision, but it was a subdivision of tiny houses. And I and I thought about that, and I said, I don't think we have anything like that here in Las Vegas. Suppose we could have a subdivision, tiny houses, for people who otherwise couldn't afford a house, but could fit in a tiny house. Suppose they could rent them until they moved on to something bigger. 
maybe expanded a family, got another job. How about if we took some of the money that's donated and we built a subdivision of tiny houses so that there wouldn't be so many people homeless on the streets? You have to have a vision first, right? I'm thankful for that vision. I'm thankful for that video. You know, I could go on and on telling you what I'm thankful about. I'm thankful to the mother of my children. Without her, I would not have those blessings. I'm thankful you for my adopted twin. All of the things that they have brought to my life, I'm thankful. What are you thankful for? Take some time to share whether it's even just by yourself or with others. Take a moment to focus on what you have, what you have had, and talk about how you're thankful for it and how it's positively impacted your life. We can easily talk about what we don't have. We need more money. We need more food. We need more gas. We need a better car. We need a bigger house. We need more clothes, new shoes. We need to go out more. We need more family time. We need more me time. We, you know, yes. First of all, a lot of those may not be needs. They may be wants. Take some time out to share with yourself and maybe with one other at least what you're thankful for. I guarantee you when you start thinking about all the things that you're thankful for. An old friend came in town last night. I didn't even know it. She came in town and came to the door. She helped deliver one of my children. She was a young person in her early 20s. Now today she's a mature person working on a doctorate degree. Got her a brand new A6 car. I'm thankful for knowing her and for her coming out of her way off the strip to see me, to see us. I'm thankful for that. See, I can just keep, you know, I'm thankful for the young Marine that I met at the USO Wednesday. Just graduated boot camp. Had a, I think it was like a three or five hour layover here in Las Vegas. I knew his father there and held him shortly after he was born. His father was Air Force Special Forces and he went out on a mission. And we worked classified jobs together. And he went out on a mission as Air Force Special Forces, as a PJ, a pararescueman, one who saves others. And he never made it home. And then the unborn son that he never had a chance to see, I got a chance to see this week. I got a chance to hug him. And for those of you who have never served, I guess it's similar, but there's something about a man's children, in this case sons, who didn't get to know their father because he made the ultimate sacrifice so that others might live. That's their model. And for them to have the opportunity to meet someone who knew him that can 
that touched him, that could tell them firsthand stories. And I know that if he saw his oldest child with his marine dress hat, a, a new marine, how pleased he must be and how I could share that with his son. And then how I can give his son a challenge coin of the armor of God for protection because he's going to be in harm's way. I'm thankful for that opportunity. I'm thankful that he still remembered me from such a young age. I'm thankful that he was willing to meet with me after all of these years. And he remembered me. And I'm thankful for the loving embrace, friendship that he gave me when we met and when we parted. See, I'm thankful for all of those experiences. What are you thankful for? Everyone, you've been listening to Our Own Voices Live, and the title of our show was simply, What Are You Thankful For? Every year we try to do a Thanksgiving show of thanks. So on behalf of my co-host, Mrs. Angela Thomas, and I, I hope that you had a happy and blessed Thanksgiving. You know Thanksgiving was America's first religious holiday. For those who may not have, I hope that you will get it. And I hope that those who have it in in abundance will make a way so that those who do not will have the opportunity a reasonable opportunity, reasonable access to it. And for those who have good health, cherish that, protect it, strengthen it as best you can because there's one day when you may not, through maybe no fault of your own. Cherish your health. Improve your health for the health that you have. All right, everyone. Hopefully I'll see you back here next week. I know I've been MIA for a while, so many things. There's so much to talk about. We will continue, and I will continue to be thankful, and I hope that you have much to be thankful for as we're in the thanking season. I hope to talk to you again next week. You've been listening to Our Own Voices Live, the title of our show today, it's what are you thankful for? I've shared some things that I'm thankful for. You can go to Our Own Voices Live on Facebook, go to the event page, or just go to Our Own Voices Live page and just jot down something. What are you thankful for? It could be one thing. It could be several things. Whatever you feel led to do, share with others what you're thankful for. Some people might be surprised at what you're thankful for because they might have thought it was insignificant or maybe They just didn't think of it at all because it's so commonplace. But what might have been commonplace for them may not have been commonplace for you. Share it. Thank you, everybody. Talk to you soon. Until this time next Saturday, be safe. Hug somebody. Let someone know that you're thankful for them being in your life.